No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we see that after revealing himself, Joseph sends his brothers home loaded down with goods. When they tell their father that Joseph is alive, it's a whole new day. We hope you'll join us now as Pastor Daryl continues in Genesis chapter 45 on Simply the Bible. After a tearful family reunion where Joseph revealed to his brothers who he was, he sent them back to their father, loaded down with the goods of Egypt. Joseph also gave them instructions to bring their father and their families back to Egypt where they would live in the fertile land of Goshen. We pick it up in Genesis 45:21. Then the sons of Israel did so. And Joseph gave them carts according to the command of Pharaoh, and he gave them provisions for their journey. He gave to all of them, to each man, changes of garments. But to Benjamin, he gave 300 pieces of silver and five changes of garments. And he sent to his father these things, ten donkeys loaded with the good things of Egypt and ten female donkeys loaded with grain, bread, and food for his father for the journey. Earlier, Joseph gave Benjamin five times as much food as his brothers. Here, he gives him 300 pieces of silver and five changes of garments. Five is the number of grace in Scripture. And Joseph graces his youngest brother, his only brother born to their mother, Rachel. But the brothers are over their feelings of jealousy. They are just happy to be going home to their father with all their brothers intact and food for their families. As Jacob had given his brother Esau a great gift of livestock, now he would receive a gift of livestock along with other goods from his son Joseph, whom he thought was dead. Proverbs 11.25 says, A generous man will prosper. He who refreshes others will himself be refreshed. Verse 24, So he sent his brothers away, and they departed. And he said to them, See that you do not become troubled along the way. Other versions translate Joseph's parting words as, Do not quarrel on the journey. Whether Joseph is concerned that they would be troubled or that they would quarrel, he gives them good counsel for the journey, coming from a heart of brotherly love. When we truly love someone, we take the risk to speak the truth in love. I have found that this right must be earned, and the way we earn it is through genuine, empathetic listening. Until I've taken the time not to judge, but to truly understand another, to put myself in his or her place, I do not feel qualified to give my opinion. Even after I have listened, I seek not to give my own opinions, but the word of God, knowing that his word is living and active and will accomplish the work for which he established it. There is an overwhelming need for Christians to give loving, godly, truthful counsel to others. Verse 25. Then they went up 
out of Egypt and came to the land of Canaan, to Jacob their father. And they told him, saying, Joseph is still alive, and he is governor over all the land of Egypt. And Jacob's heart stood still, because he did not believe them. But when they told him all the words which Joseph had said to them, and when he saw the carts which Joseph had sent to carry him, the spirit of Jacob, their father, revived. Then Israel said, It is enough. Joseph, my son, is still alive. I will go and see him before I die. The news that Joseph was still alive was every bit as shocking to Jacob as it was to the brothers, but for different reasons. The brothers thought that they were doomed because they had treated Joseph so poorly. But Jacob realized that his sons had been deceiving him for 22 years. And that is a hard pill to swallow. Jacob's heart stood still because he did not believe them. This all seemed too incredible. For so long, Jacob had believed that Joseph was dead that he couldn't easily part with the thought. He had resolved that he would go to his grave mourning for his son. But as Jacob heard the words of Joseph spoken through his brothers and saw the carts that he had sent, his spirit revived. And Israel said, It is enough. Joseph, my son, is still alive. I will go and see him before I die. Likewise, many of us thought that because of our own sins or the sins of others against us, we would go to the grave in sorrow and defeat, without God and without hope in the world. But when we heard the words of Jesus and saw all that he provided to save us and take us to heaven, we believed, our spirits revived, and we said, I will go and see him. What is your response to the good news that Jesus died on the cross for your sins? That he is alive, that he has been given all authority in heaven and earth forever and ever. What is your response to his offer of forgiveness, comfort, and provision? If you believe what you hear, then your heart will be revived and you will desire to be with him. But if you don't believe, then your heart will stand still and you will remain in a land of famine and barrenness, separated from your Creator who loves you. Chapter 46. So Israel took his journey with all that he had and came to Beersheba and offered sacrifices to the God of his father Isaac. Beersheba held a lot of memories for Jacob, for he lived there as a child with his grandfather Abraham and his father Isaac. It was on the border of Canaan. Once you left Beersheba, you were in the wilderness area. It was like the last gas station before crossing the Mojave Desert. Jacob's decision to move to Egypt had been dictated by circumstances and emotions. He desired to escape the famine, and his heart longed to be with his son, Joseph. But what if he had been too hasty in making this decision? His grandfather, Abraham, went to Egypt during a famine and got into trouble. God specifically told his father, Isaac, not to go there. Was it really God's will that he leave the promised land of Canaan and go there now? 
When he arrived in Beersheba, he decided to build an altar and seek the Lord. It is wise to seek God in major decisions. How many Christians today go through their entire week without consulting God? Do you want God to order your steps? Do you believe that he knows better than you what is best? Then seek him often and ask him to direct your steps. Then God spoke to Israel in the visions of the night and said, Jacob, Jacob. And he said, here I am. So he said, I am God, the God of your father. Do not fear to go down to Egypt, for I will make of you a great nation there. And I will go down with you to Egypt, and I will also surely bring you up again. And Joseph will put his hand on your eyes. In the Old Testament, God spoke directly to the patriarchs in visions and dreams. Now he usually speaks to us through his word and by his spirit. God tells Jacob not to be afraid and gives him four reasons. First, God will make of him a great nation. It is interesting that the fulfillment of this promise made to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob would not occur in the promised land, but in Egypt. Second, God would go with him to Egypt. It really isn't a matter of where we go, but whether God is going with us. Third, God would bring him up again. Perhaps Jacob thought this would occur in his lifetime, but he would not return to Canaan until they buried him in the tomb of Machpelah with Leah and Isaac, Rebekah, Abraham, and Sarah. His family would not return to Canaan for 400 years. And fourth, Joseph would put his hands on Jacob's eyes. The last act of care to a dying person is to close their eyelids. Jacob had thought he would go to the grave mourning for Joseph, but in fact, he would go to the grave with Joseph by his side. Do you feel that it's time to move on? Sometimes there is a famine, as it were, and God wants us to stay put and persevere through it. Other times, God wants us to move on. The issue isn't where we go, but who is leading us. F.B. Meyer writes, When we visit Egypt at our own impulse, we shall land ourselves as Abraham and Isaac did, in temptation and failure. But when God bids us go, we may make the journey with absolute impunity. Though we walk through the dark valley, we need not fear if he be with us. Verse 5. Then Jacob arose from Beersheba, and the sons of Israel carried their father Jacob, their little ones, and their wives, in the carts which Pharaoh had sent to carry him. So they took their livestock and their goods, which they had acquired in the land of Canaan, and went to Egypt, Jacob and all his descendants with him, his sons and his sons' sons, his daughters and his sons' daughters, and all his descendants he brought with him to Egypt. They moved it all. The house of Israel would now say goodbye to Canaan for 400 years. God would make them a great nation in Egypt. They left the famine behind, and before them was the fertile land of Goshen. Jacob was on his way 
to seeing his long-lost son for the first time in 22 years. At one time, Jacob thought that all things were against him, but now it was a whole new day. Could it be that God has a whole new day for you? You may be going through a time of great sorrow or distress. You may have lost someone very close to you or may be in a situation in which you see no escape. You may be going through a time of famine or spiritual drought. Does that mean that God has abandoned you? Far from it. The truth is that if you belong to him, if your name is written in heaven, then he has wonderful things prepared for you that you can't even imagine. Don't let your heart stand still in unbelief. Rather, Open your ears to the promises that God has given. Open your eyes to see His glory and the wonderful things He has prepared for you. Believe in Him and let your spirit be revived. It's a whole new day. You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. They meet Sunday mornings at 1030 at Pepper Ridge Elementary School in Boise. To listen to any of Pastor Darrell's teachings or to find out more about the church, just go by their website at calvarytv.org. That's calvarytv.org. We'd love to hear from you. Tomorrow we'll see that 70 people of the House of Israel go down to Egypt and Joseph and his father are reunited. We hope you'll join us as we continue in Genesis on Simply the Bible. 